Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 409 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Jeremy. Who is um, on the uh, team of uh, transcribing, fingering and pedaling for us? So he writes, finished transcribing fingering for BWV 541, normal practice routine. I'm getting a little frustrated with the Bach Dorian fugue. The toccata is in good shape with two transitions requiring some attention. But the fugue is simply being difficult, trying to speed up, working on two pages a day starting at half speed and then working it up. There are moments that aren't a problem, but there are an equal number of sections that I am having getting up to speed. We'll try again tomorrow. Just venting. I'm happy that uh, Jeremy doesn't give up after a few unsuccessful attempts with the Dorian fugue. Don't you think? Mm, yes. He's very brave and I think we all should be. You know, it's natural to struggle with fugues. We are usually much more difficult and much more complex when, than preludes. And why do you think it is so? Because Thank you f- for, for this thoughtful question. I think... Uh, Fugues are polyphonically much more complex because even though preludes might have polyphonic sections within the prelude, but fugue is contrapuntal throughout, which means that each voice imitates other voices, takes up a theme and uh, this theme is presented in different shapes and ways in different voices and keys and your mind has to notice all of that all the while other voices are playing something else sometimes even more complex things for part polyphony like in the Dorian Dorian fugue I'm not sure maybe it's even five five part polyphony 
could be uh, it's it's really complex uh, for your feet and hand and your mind especially to grasp and because this is um, a la breve meter uh, not 4-4 but 2-2 basically two half notes per measure it is a much faster tempo and uh, you have to adjust to that well then what do you think about speeding things up do you think it's worth to push or somehow you need to keep working in a slow tempo and tempo will will speed up by itself yes and no Uh, yes means that if you're not ready to speed up then working in a faster tempo will just damage the texture probably uh, but if you are ready to start pushing it up upwards then maybe working in smaller fragments in a fa- really fast tempo in a concert tempo and stopping at the end of the fragment and then continuing in a fast tempo and then stopping again would be a good way to go maybe stopping at each half note first and then at each uh, measure at each two every two measures every four measures and so on always doubling the fragment yes i think that would be very helpful but if this doesn't help sometimes people write me that i tried this but still it's a struggle you need to understand that each um let's say step right uh, when you're playing this with stops you have to do repeatedly not just once so if you're only playing uh, a fugue or any piece of music just once in your practice and playing another piece it doesn't count as a um, complete practice you need to work several days like that stopping on the smallest beat and only when you're feeling that you're playing without mistakes like that then you go to the second step doubling the fragment for some people it's as long as one week for one combination true do you think that knowing the structure of the fugue would help analyzing concrete fugue would help you know to learn it easier mm-hmm. of course um, this fugue which Bach wrote is um, canonic fugue it has many canons and uh, various kinds of canons I mean uh, sometimes in inversion sometimes in in uh, in different intervals too so when you're playing slowly first you write down what you what you see you write which voice is playing the subject you write the key of that subject what else you write the number of subject appearance one two three four five etc And you could also write, you could write the counter counterpoint if it is uh, counterpoint one, two, or three. Sometimes they are interchangeable in some fugues. 
you notate everything and you notice especially it's important to notice when you're practicing what you have notated what you have analyzed would that help potion yes because i think when you will know what what voice does what you will play it differently because you know when subject appears it's important you know to show it or for people and to hear it yourself because if you will not hear it nobody will hear will hear it and it's very important so i think understanding the structure will, will help you you know to learn faster and to know what you are doing and to play it with more success i would just add uh, with fugues because they have constant number of voices it's also very beneficial to sing one voice and play the others of course it would be too difficult to play three voices and sing one but maybe start with singing one voice plain singing solo voice any voice you choose and then add one voice of accompaniment in one hand or pedals and then do all the combinations and then maybe three voices meaning you sing one and play two and after a while you will be ready to do four voices sing one and play four what benefit uh, you see in this practice Osha? well it's very complex in benefit because you will develop your pitch and you will develop your coordination and you will definitely deepen your knowledge in music in general it's basically the same practice that you do with kids uh, at school in air training classes. True. And I'm trying to convince them that we need to sing when we are practicing piano. I don't know if we are doing that, but this is one of the best way to to you know to make better your pitch. Mm-hmm. Improve. Improve your pitch, yes. But always. Um, sing what you are what you are not playing never double the voice and and the instrument well you know i don't think it's that important you might want to play all and sing one voice at first first, yes because otherwise it might be too difficult for the beginners Mm. plus because of the fingering it might change things too but but yes you know the highest technique is that you won't play that voice which you are using excellent and this is very helpful technique if you are playing on the piano uh, organ piece then you can sing no pedal part that way you will have entire texture exactly good advice i hope this will be helpful to people so please keep sending us your wonderful questions we love helping you grow and remember when you practice miracles happen this blog is supported by total organist the most comprehensive organ training program online where you will find courses for every area of organ playing including technique practice sight reading repertoire playing hymn playing improvisation composition music theory and harmony with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises here is what some of the students are saying 
Who writes? The site reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your essays, courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vida thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.